Hello, Mima. Hi, me some drama. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know what? I'm really feeling great. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I woke up this morning, and so that was a good thing. That's a good sign. And then, secondly, nice. take a big deep breath, and I, mm. I'm feeling pretty darn good, especially after two hours of physical therapy. Oh my gosh, that sounds like you're probably feeling pretty darn sore. No, no, because they do a massage and they treat me, and it's, oh, it's so good. I mean, I feel nothing except. Could I please stay here all day? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to do that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, when you get a bad back, when you get a bad back, you can participate. (laughs) I already have a bad back, but we don't I don't get physical therapy quite yet. Good. Good for you. I know. So holding it off as long as I can. Yeah, yeah well, before today? we get to our questions, we have to do our icebreakers because I have one that I want to know your answer to. So my icebreaker for you this week, Meemaw, is which of the Snow White Seven Dwarfs describes you best? And the Seven Dwarfs are Bashful, Doc, Dopey, Grumpy, Happy, Sneezy, and Sleepy. I'm definitely happy mm-hmm. because pretty much of the time I would say I'm pretty happy 100% yeah. of the time because that's the way I've trained my brain. Mm-hmm. But lately, if I sneeze once, I sneeze seven or eight times, sometimes nine times oh in a row. I know. Meanwhile. I don't understand. But if I stop <laughs> start sneezing, I can't stop. So I'm a happy sneezer. Okay. So you're two of the dwarfs. Yeah. How are you? Um, I say I'm probably a mixture between also happy. Um, I feel like I try and, and look on the bright side in most all situations and start my day positive. Um, but then I also think that I'm a mixture of happy and sleepy because... I don't get nearly as much sleep as I should. So I would say I'm a mixture of those two. Well, that's pretty normal for anybody in their teens and 20s. All you want to do is sleep. Yes. I I literally just want to sleep. Exactly. And if you're like me, I'm a night person. So I could stay up till midnight, one o'clock, and I would love to sleep till nine, 10 o'clock every morning. But in my 20s and 30s, I didn't get to do that very often. No. No, you were a busy, busy 20-year-old gal. You bet. You bet. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for these questions, Mima? I'm ready. Go for it. Okay. Here we go. Um, One of our first questions is, do you have any advice on how to have a friendship that lasts for life? No, I really don't. I I honestly really don't because you never know who's going to walk in the door and be in your room at any given moment. And friends that we have, childhood, maybe high school, 
Sometimes you have friends for life that you continue to see or talk to. But at any given moment, somebody could step in your room, open that door, walk in, and it's an instant friendship. It feels like you've known them forever. And I have friends like that that I met 10 years ago that I'm very close with and had no idea we would have so much in common and want to chitty chat and talk and get our families together. (laughs) Um, So you never really know how you keep that friendship. You always have to be honest with whoever you're talking to and honest with yourself and be yourself. So Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Friends just happen. Sometimes they happen for the right time and place. And I truly believe in karma. I can't Mm. disbelieve it. I can't disbelieve it. But I believe it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think one of the things I've learned, um, because I still have friendships, and and of course, I'm almost 26, but 25, I've not had a lifetime of friendships. But I've had two or three friends that I've known since I was like two and a half years old. And I think something that makes our friendship work is that there's no expectation of like, you need to talk to me this amount of like this amount of time, this much about this. Um, There's no expectations of that. They're the type of friends that like, I lived in New York for seven years. And every time I came back, it was like no time had passed. And um, we just keep up and support each other. And those are the friendships that like mean the most to me. So I think my advice on that question would probably be to just not have expectations Um, because you'll have friends that you talk to every single day that are you're hanging out with all the time because they're in your circle or they're around you at work or whatever. But some of my friends that I've had for a lifetime, I don't see very often. Well, friends don't put expectations on you. Right. Think about that. Friends don't put expectations on you. Friends are people no, that they don't. listen to you, you listen to them, and you share the good, the bad, and everything else in between. So there is no expectation. Somebody that Agreed. puts an expectation on you is not, maybe it's somebody that's paying you a salary because it's your job <laughs> and expect you to do certain things. That's different than a friendship. But I don't have any right. expectations of friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay. Um, when you've been with someone for a very long time, how do you find new things to talk about? You know, I'm really the wrong person to ask that question. The reason is I would talk to a rock. <laughs> if the rock is sitting there, I'm having a conversation. I could talk to anybody, anytime, anywhere. And if for some reason that conversation goes quiet, I'm also okay with the silence. A lot of people I know are not okay with the silence. And therefore, they become obnoxiously talkative. And I can't You know, I just can't stand that. 
that drives me bananas because, you know, take a breath. Think right. a minute. You know, it's okay to be quiet. And when you meet somebody new, you want to find out about them. They want to find out about you. You know, what's in common, what's not in common, what's your family, what's my family, what's your shtick, what's my shtick. Um, <laughs> and so you have conversation. And then over time, especially in marriages or in long-term relationships, you each have your own life that you live and you want to share that. So as long as you're willing to share information, there's always something to talk about. And mm. I go back to something that I've said before. If everything were perfect, we would have nothing to talk about. This so, is true. Right. And as I've told you, the only one I know that's perfect is me. So <laughs> other than that, you know, I could talk to a rock, a plant. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I'm, you know, anybody. Yeah, that and I will say you learn new things about pawpaw. Like even when we're sitting at family yes. dinner and stuff, he'll tell a story and you'll look at him and be like, I, I didn't know this story. Oh, and you've been I together almost it. 50 years. So yeah, I mean, it takes a long time to go through a lifetime of memories. And you have 25 years of memories that you're looking at and things you've done. The important thing is to talk about the things that make you the happiest and to deal with those things that did not make you happy and kick them in the dirt, like Popo says. Give it yep. a kick, kick it in the dirt, and walk away. I mean, you can, mm -hmm. if you linger on to something, that's not good. Right. You know, so there's, is there a happy medium in a conversation? Most of the time there is, because if I'm mm -hmm. done listening to somebody that talks constantly, jibber, jabber, jabber all the time, my conversation is going to be limited to a few short minutes and I'm out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've learned to get myself out of those situations. Oh, how do you get yourself out of those situations, Mima? Just look square at that person and say, oh, my God, it was so good to see you and talk with you. And I can't wait till we get together again. I do have to go. Mm. <laughs> Goodbye. Always that is precede, amazing. I'm going to use that. Always proceed with a compliment. Mm. So good to see you. Great to talk with you. Gotta go. Gotta go. Oh. Gotta go. Um, I like <laughs> On that. My way I out the that. I'm the worst at saying goodbye. I usually need someone to come and save me from a conversation because I will just hold court even if I don't want to. No, don't need to say. <laughs> Meanwhile, shaking her head at me. No, 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 no. Don't do that. No, time, time. Time is precious. <laughs> it's true. All right. Yeah. Another question that I, I'm so excited about. Um, one of our listeners submitted a question that is, what is the most memorable lesson that your mom or dad taught you? This is going to go back to when I was 10 years old. And I lived in New Orleans. And... 
I was going for a walk with my father, who passed away when I was 11. Mm -hmm. And it was a conversation that he had with me that at the time I had no clue what he was saying. I did not understand his words. And we're walking down the street, and he said to me, Little Sparrow, and my family called me Sparrow as a child because I was teeny tiny, itsy bitsy, and I'm now six feet tall. So, you know, everybody's got hope they can grow. I grew. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and they used to call me Little Sparrow. And I have little, small, thin bones, and but they're long. And so my father was standing behind me walking, and he said the following. He said, stand up straight, little sparrow, and took a breath, and then he said, one way or the other, people will always look up to you. Well, I didn't know what that meant. I did remember it. <laughs> I've always remembered it, and I thought, mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, you know, your parents tell you all kinds of things, but stand up straight. One way or the other, people will always look up to you. He had no clue that as a grown woman, I would be six feet tall and I would tower over the actual person. So the other is they would look up to me. Okay. Right. The other part of that is I learned that I had to earn somebody's respect for them to look up to me because of who I am, what I am, and how I am. So I think that was the single most important thing that I remember my father saying to me. There are other points in my life that I was given great advice by my grandparents, but that one will do for right now. Yeah, I like that. That's that is a, a very, very smart way to tell someone to carry themselves. I like yes. that. Stand mm -hmm. up straight, little sparrow. Little did he know yeah. I'd be up six feet tall. And I always have. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah, the whole family is really tall. I'm not that tall. We show up to yeah. dinner and it's like six foot, six five, six three, and I'm over here at five five. Like, okay. <laughs> You and Rip are the little ones. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> All right. So another thing which um, should be an interesting answer from the Mima. How do you keep things spicy in the bedroom? How do I keep them pricey or spicy? Spicy. Spicy? Uh-huh. The bedroom is always <laughs> spicy. The bedroom oh, is always really? spicy. Yeah. Oh. The reason that you keep things spicy in the bedroom is because of the advice my grandfather and grandmother told me. And my, oh my bubby. Oh, yeah. Wait to hear this. My bubby, my grandmother, my Yiddish grandmother, told me, under no circumstances do you ever put your head on the pillow angry. Mm. Think about that. No matter what happened that day, you never put your head on the pillow angry. 
because then it just permeates and it gets worse and it gets worse. So I always love sexy nightgowns. I've always <laughs> loved to go to bed uh, in silk and satin. Um, mm. I did have one cotton nightgown that I wore until it literally had so many holes in it that it fell apart. But that was later on right. in the marriage. Early on, I went to bed with full makeup, yeah, full complete makeup, eyelashes, hair done, everything. Oh I don't think God. I without makeup for the first ten years we were married. Mima, um, really? Oh, I'd go to bed full makeup. What? And I what? Why? Why not? Because <laughs> it's Why so not? bad what? for your skin. And do I have bad skin? No, no, you don't. No, I don't. So I would clean my face in the morning, put my face on, wear it all day, and then at night I'd leave it on because I didn't want him to see me imperfect. But I would leave the oh eye makeup God. on. Typically I'd clean my face, but I'd leave the mm -hmm. eye makeup on because that's the most expressive part. And, you know, I wore three or four different eyeshadows, at least three pairs right. of false eyelashes, two on the top, one on the bottom, and, mm -hmm. you know, always ready to go. So if I got in bed looking good, made him feel good, made me feel good, mm -hmm. then we both felt good. And so, bada, 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 and that's it. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mima, why did you yeah. finally decide to start going to bed without makeup on, like 10 well, years into the marriage? Well, I weaned him off, you know, little by little, <laughs> him off. little by little, you know, the eyelashes okay. came off, you know, little by little. And then it's, it's not so drastic because I traveled for a cosmetic company. So I had to right. put on full face every day. I mean, we're talking full face. And you've seen the picture of me in the delivery room with Jeff, and I've got on yep. full eye makeup. I mean, you know, what what is that all about? Yeah. You know, so you get to a point that it, it just kind of tapers off a little bit, but you keep the bedroom spicy. You know, you mm. get used to the same old routine. That's not so good. That's not so much fun. Uh, I'm not no. saying... I'm not saying kinky stuff. I don't, you know, I'm not a kinky person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just not happening. But um, I, I no. do enjoy, enjoy my husband. I always yes. have. Hmm. Mm. I like it. I'm not going <laughs> to ask you that question. I don't want to know. No. That's too no, much you information. TMI, <laughs> TMI. Yeah. Okay, I won't answer that. I won't give my advice no, on it anymore. No, no. I, 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 privately, maybe, <laughs> not on the Okay, I'll, I'll do it off the air. <laughs> this is and a I really think, good... Well, to oh, add what, to mom? it, always laugh. Be happy. Always laugh. Enjoy yourself. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I think that's one of the most important parts of a relationship is that laughter element that being able to laugh together and make each other smile it's one of the most important things to me right it is mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, no, All right. So it is a perfect segue, though, talking about the makeup and the hair and everything like that, because that was super trendy when you were younger of um, always being put together head to toe, especially going to bed like with your husband. Um, one of our listeners submitted a question and it is, uh, my style is different than what the trendy styles are. It just doesn't look good on me. So how do I feel comfortable in being different? I go back to what I said early on in our podcast. If everything were perfect, we'd have nothing to talk about. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is the same. I could have had 10 children and no two of them would have been exactly the same. We have to be able to look at who we are and accept ourselves for that and project what that is. Not the cover of the latest magazine, but that's not popular anymore. Not what's on social media. Excuse me. Well, <laughs> now we get to social media that dictates everything you should be, how you should look, right. the way you should feel, who feels this, how many likes, dislikes. That's bullcorn. I don't like all that because it takes your self-esteem away from you and doesn't allow you to be who you are. So everybody is different. There are no that person wants to be something they're not. You've mm -hmm. got to be who you are inside and project that. And hopefully mm -hmm. you're with people that accept you for that. You know, it's important for us to be ourselves and be who we want to be, not what somebody else expects us to be. And that's what social media has done to people, which I do not approve of. I do like social media because it allows us to get a broader base to help our business, to uh, improve the quality of the number of people that we have, the quantity of the number of people that can listen to our business or handle us. But sometimes social media can be a detriment because it makes you feel bad about yourself because you're right. not who is projected there. And I like me. <laughs> I like you too, Mima. Good. I'm glad because that's what you got. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say that I, I mean, I personally have struggled with this basically my whole life because the styles that were trendy when I was growing up were just super not flattering on my body. Um, huh? That was when gaucho pants were trying to like be a thing. And I was all here for it. And my mom was like, you don't want to do that. And then I look back at photos and I'm like, why did I do that? Um, but I think one of the things that I have to remind myself often, even if you don't fit in with the trends that are going on right now, one, it's a trend and it will pass. And two, a trend that you always have to buy into is being confident in yourself and who you are. And that's a trend that will never go out of style. Um, and I think being confident and feeling good in your own body is going to carry you through everything. Well, you know, you're absolutely correct in more ways than you really know. Fashion mm -hmm. is something that all women want to be better at, but 
being um, in in the fashion industry, being in the cosmetic industry, taught me to understand what I call basic line and design Mm. or specific body types. And I would always recommend someone choose fashion basics in a wardrobe that will carry you through every single situation. Have five to seven really good outfits that intermingle with each other that are the most flattering for you in terms of line or design that never mm. go out of style. So, yeah, what, like what, Bima? Do you have any recommendations of like where people sure. can find it? Sure. You're looking at a basic blazer with a tuxedo collar and a shell of different colors underneath. You're looking at a pair of pants that are not skinny, body tight, 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 but a little. <laughs> bit that there's at least two to three fingers at the ankle that are not squeezing your body so tight a skirt that goes with it and in several flattering colors solid colors make you look taller a different color jacket and pants cuts your height and makes you look a little shorter Mm -hmm. Uh, vertical stripes make you look broader horizontal stripes make you look broader stick to Mm -hmm. solid colors that are your colors that are fabulous shades of blue or um, gray or pink or I don't care what your color is but do basic line and design uh, for a jacket in my mind, the new sleeveless fashion things are just, no, I've no. never been a person. It's just not no. me. No, I, I don't like, like my arms like that. And no. I, oh, no. And if I don't like that, I'm not going to wear that. So I always have a sleeve pretty much. But there are people that look fabulous and sleeveless and strapless. And I think it's wonderful. My boobs are a yeah. little bigger, so my, my shoulders show a little dent from holding up the boobs, so I can't do all that. That's <laughs> Why would I want to show that? So you see no. people that wear stuff that's so inappropriate, think, get a life. Get a <laughs> life. You know, yes. Tell them, Mima. You tell them. Stick with the basics. Jeez, Louise, stick with the basics. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and when you are shopping for this stuff, I will say, I mean, shopping has always been such a daunting thing for me because it's the worst feeling in the world to not fit into something or to not look good in something. Um, One thing that my mom has always said is that sizes are different in every store that you go into. Um, and every designer makes sizes different. So if you're a six in one, you might be a 10 in another or a four in another, like size, the number on your clothes should not matter. Um, it's how you feel in the clothes, just like the number on the scale doesn't matter. It's how you feel in your body. Um, I, I think it's the same mindset and to go with someone that you can trust who will tell you in a very loving way maybe we try something else. Maybe that's not the most flattering on you. Let's try this color. Let's try this style. Um, And 
plan like a lunch or something after. Like don't not eat after you go shopping. <laughs> well, but the thing is, you the, you have in your mind that you want a certain style because it's in. Because mm-hmm. you right. want to look in. But mm-hmm. it's okay to pick something that looks better on you than to something that's the top of the fashion for the moment and you look like a pile of doo-doo. That's not acceptable. <laughs> no. That's not Wouldn't acceptable. you be walking around looking like doo-doo? No, I don't like that for you. No, indeed. No. So, you know, it's like one time we went, sh- you and I went shopping and you found this wonderful blue shirt, tuxedo style, it was royal blue with the pockets. Mm-hmm. And it was so flattering on you and we loved it and we bought it. But then mm-hmm. I went back and bought one too. I know. I loved it. <laughs> so we have the same shirt. So, you know, you just do what you're comfortable in. Yeah. I can't wear short skirts anymore. I used to. Yes. Years ago. But you but look I'm not killer wearing. in your leggings now. Oh, I got long legs. Yeah, they're they're very long. I mean, we go forever with the legs. But yes. that's not appropriate for an almost 80-year-old woman. I don't need to do that. I think you could still rock it, Mima. Oh, I intend to continue to rock it, my dear. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Have my Victoria's Secret nightgown. I do. Yeah, we have matching Victoria's Secret nightgowns. Maybe that's how I'll keep things spicy in the bedroom, Meemaw. I'll wear my Victoria's Secret nightgown via advice from Meemaw. Good deal. <laughs> But be sure it's pulled down in the front. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Meemaw. Well, those are all the questions that we have for today's episode. Do you have any advice to leave our listeners with today? Have a great day. Be yourself. You're the only one you got. Hmm, I like that. Go off and be yourself today. And uh, please don't forget to submit your questions. I mean, as you heard in today's episode, Mima gives phenomenal hysterical advice. So we want to be here to help you, um, whether it's with your style questions, relationship questions, life questions, career questions. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at shtickpod. And we look forward to answering your questions and hopefully some future episodes. I love you, Mima. I love you too. Bye, my drama. Bye.